to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, where passionate women gather to discover their purpose and live a life of impact by leveraging the power of leadership within. I'm a mom of two, a rule breaker, a status quo challenger, and believe a life of purpose starts from reigniting the leader within. Buckle up for 20 minutes or less of thought-provoking conversations that will help you manage your brain, build good habits, and unlock your fullest potential. It's time to create the next version of you. Are you ready? Good. Now let's go. everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom show. I'm so glad that you are here today. We have a really special guest, my new Instagram. I feel like bestie, Jessica. (laughs) Um, She is here today, Jessica Battle. If you don't know her, you are about to. She is amazing. She's a mindset mentor. She really is the queen of pep talks. I know it's like a, probably like a title you gave yourself, girl, but it is like spot on. And she really is a girl after my own heart, equipping other women to blast through your limitations, to help you create your, your dream life and to give you the tools to go after everything that you desire and you deserve. And Jessica, I love that about you. And I love that you are so vulnerable with your own story and your own story through the the journey, the thick and thin of it. And now being on the other side, equipping women who may have been where you're at, um, you know, where you were at, uh, with the tools to, um, just overcome where, where they are and where they want to be. So thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that. And I just, I just want to add in there. I did not give myself the title queen of pep talks. One of my followers gave me that title. And so I took it. Sounds a little narcissistic to say that. No, really? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Girl, you give yourself that. No, it's so good. Like I saw that. I was like, yes, this is like, it is so true. And I think we all need that. We all need that friend hundred percent in our life who is that queen of pep talks because you know, life is life. And sometimes we need that boost of getting our mindset right and getting our our head in the right space. So yeah. And you know, what's even more powerful is when you're able to give that to yourself, when you get to become the woman who is like your own biggest hype person, that for me is like, I want to build the women in, in my world into people who can hype themselves up. Of course we want it externally, but when you're able to validate yourself and believe in yourself and hype yourself up, it's like game changing. 100%. When we are equipped with the tools to be independent in that area of our lives, instead of instead of relying on other people, although that's important. And I do believe that there's a time and a space for that. Having those tools intrinsically is like you said, a game changer. So Jessica, what led you to start your journey on personal development and growth? Yeah. So I'll give you the the long story and the shortest version that I can. So I've struggled with my weight and my relationship with food and really my relationship with myself for my whole entire life. And I, for a large majority of my life, like I think many women do, we believe that something outside of us is going to be the thing that makes us happy. And the thing that I was focused on for so long was like, just lose the weight, live in a smaller body, be a woman who physically fits into this world, who is accepted, who, you know, men are attracted to, who women want to be friends with, just look a certain way and life is going to be great. And I had this idea that when I got to a place where I was living in a smaller body, life would become like 
rainbows and sunshine and magical and everything would be happy. I was very naive to the fact that my body wouldn't actually change the way that I felt in my life. So I spent many years yo-yo dieting, losing weight. I lost hundred pounds when I was 19. I gained it all back. I lost 120 pounds, gained 60 back, yo-yoed for so many years. And I finally got to a point where I realized like, I've achieved the smallest body that I've ever lived in and mentally and emotionally I'm broken right now. My relationship with food was really, really struggling. I was binging multiple times a week, emotionally eating, still looking in the mirror and tearing myself down and beating myself up. And I realized something is missing here and it's not my body. So what is it? And I went on a journey to really quite honestly, beginning to look at the things that I had been avoiding my whole life, the way that I spoke to myself, things, traumas that I had been through in my life, really working on healing and improving my issues with abandonment from my dad, leaving my family, like just deciding that I was going to look at the parts of myself that I had been avoiding because I'd finally realized my body was not going to be the solution to living a happier life. That's so good. And I think that you know, you sharing your journey about that, that struggle with your own body image, it can relay so, so easily to so so many other people in this, in the circle of body image, but also other things too, like you said, like whether it's abandonment issues or trauma, or just, we've all gone through hard things in our life and it can be really hard to face those and to, um, you know, it's easier to want to numb those out or to avoid those or just to stuff them down. But the, the more that we stuff and we ignore and we don't face that eventually, like something's going to burst or it's going to yeah. build up and, and, and it's never going to, we're never going to live to that fullest potential that we are able to live at without facing that head on and processing it and moving through that. So yeah. thank you for sharing that and for just being so open and real and raw. And as you look at your journey and as you step into the season of personal growth and personal development and learning how to love yourself, learning how to process through what you've been through and really create that and to be that catalyst of change for your own life. How has that commitment impacted who you are today? Oh my gosh. You know, (laughs) I think that so often in life, we tend to believe that, and, and I've created a lot of success and I was, I had this belief too. We believe that the things that we achieve outside of us are the things that build us into successful people. But for me, becoming a woman who cares so deeply about herself and has this commitment to like one of my phrases, especially in the beginning of my journey to changing my life in a different way was continue to show up for yourself, like show up for yourself and to continue to be a woman in my life who knows that she has her own back, like really trusts herself, believes in herself and can love herself through anything and everything that life is going to present to me. It's just, it's an overwhelming feeling. And oftentimes I'm just overcome with emotion that I could even become a woman who is capable of being who I am today, because I lived so much of my life in a place where I had failed myself so many times. I had let myself down so many times. I felt so disappointed. I felt so frustrated that I didn't really believe becoming someone new quote unquote was possible for me, but the commitment that it's taken for me to get up every single day and decide today, I'm going to work on becoming the best version of me 
it, it's the thing that makes me happy. It was literally the missing piece. Like my commitment to myself, being who I said I was going to be, being in integrity with my word, that was the missing piece for me. And I think that's the missing piece for so many women, but they don't realize how vital the relationship that they have with themselves is. And they're neglecting themselves for everything outside of them. And they don't understand why they're not happy in their life. And it's because they're giving nothing to themselves. hundred percent. It's like, we can give so much to the world around us, to our careers, to our passions, to whatever, to our kids. But when it comes to us, it's like, we can be our own worst critic. And it's so hard to, like you said, like make that daily commitment to pushing yourself to be a person of excellence, body, mind, soul, every single day It is a daily commitment, a daily journey. But when you commit to those tools and, and you don't back down on the days when you don't feel like it. Cause I think yeah. that in itself too, is like, we can want to commit, but we just back down when we don't feel good or we back down when we get yeah. in our own way or we get in a funk and it's like, yeah. you have to show up for yourself, even on the days when you don't feel like it, especially on the days when you don't feel like it. Like I have, there's a mantra that I have in my life where I tell myself it's easy to do it when it's easy, when we're inspired and we're motivated and things feel fun and exciting. It's easy to show up for yourself then, but on the days and the moments where things feel so challenging and so hard, and it's the last thing that you want to do, that's when it really matters the most, because that's when you really prove to yourself how committed you actually are. Exactly. And only you are, are stopping you. I think that in itself too, is like, we can make up all these stories in our own mind of like why we can't do things, but in the exact same breath, you can spend that energy as to why and how you can do things. And so it's really understanding like how you make that mental switch and flip for yourself. That's going to impact your life in a greater way. And so speaking of that, like what led you to turn around and like, so you've learned all these skills, all these tools over the years, and you've really turned your life around, but then why did you, and how did you know, like it was time to turn around and now to teach these skills to other women? Yeah, absolutely. So I had really been very vulnerably and organically sharing my journey and my life with social media for a long time before I decided to start my business. And I kind of was taking people along the journey with me of like, I'm struggling with binge eating and you're not alone in this. And people were resonating. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to stop dieting and I'm going to heal my relationship with food. And I took people along like the books that I was reading, what I was learning, how I was working on improving behind the scenes. And there came a point probably about 18 months after I had started my own inner work where I just kept getting so many requests on social media from people of like, how do I do this too? Like, I resonate with your story so much. Like I've watched you struggle. I've watched you go through all these things that you've shared publicly. Like I just want what you've achieved. I see you're happier. I see you having stronger self-awareness. I see you showing up for yourself differently. I see you being consistent. I see you loving yourself. Like I want what you have created. Tell me how. Mm -hmm. And at the time I quite honestly, was completely naive to the online coaching space. I was a beach body coach at the time, but so I didn't I. really oh my <laughs> Isn't God. That funny how our, yeah. both of our journey started in beach body. Yeah. So I didn't know that about you. I, I didn't know that about you either. So I, I was doing beach body coaching, but I began to realize as I was working on different things outside of meal plans and shakes and exercises that what they were wanting me to talk about and lead clients through, it stopped resonating and things felt really out of alignment for me. And it was like, 
this doesn't feel good. Like I want to be having deeper conversations. I want to be helping with the things that aren't on the forefront of what Beachbody stands for. So at the time I was like, I didn't know that people were creating their own programs and courses. I thought it was like network marketing and that was it. So I was like, I'm going to do something really brave here and really ballsy. And I'm going to create a program of my own. And I thought I was like innovative. And I thought I was like the first person to do this. So naive of me. So I put together this four week course where I literally just taught women exactly what I did to get to that place. Like I took it, I took what I did, I reverse engineered and I put it in an order that would make sense for someone else to go through. And I said, I'm going to charge, charge like $30 for it. It was a four week course. They got, they got one-on-one calls. They got a workbook that I sent to them. They got so much from me. And it was like, I just want to see if this works. Like, I just want to see if what I did can help other people too. And it did. And people were like, this changed my life. I had never even thought of some of these concepts. I didn't even realize that I had no self-awareness and I was living on autopilot and I was sabotaging myself and they didn't realize what they were doing and who they were being. And I was like, shit, I'm onto something here. So I just kept running that program over and over and over again for like, close to a year before I realized like, wow, like I'm a leader in the coaching industry. Like when people think of emotional eating, they think of coming to work with Jessica to get help. And it was just crazy for me to be in that position, but it was really just a desire to, obviously I can't save people, right? Like that's not my job as a coach to save people, but if I can take what I have been through and help someone get out of what they're in right now and give them a sense of hope that it's possible for them too, it's just For me, it's the most rewarding thing in the world. And when I stepped into it, I had no idea that it would become, you know, me leaving my corporate job and creating a successful business. I had no idea. I just wanted to help somebody. And I think that's why it's worked out so well for me because the the driving force has always been make an impact in this world, change women if you can. And that still is what I stand for. So I'm just so grateful to be able to take the things that I have learned and help other women create this change in their lives too, because it's, it's changed my life. It's changed everything about me. Oh, that's amazing. And and when that focus is at the core, like that is where the magic happens because it's true. It's pure, it's genuine. And it's how we can create the the movement and the ripple of change in so many lives across the world. And it, it got me really thinking too, about how like you and I are in very similar spaces and I don't know if this is, if this is, you know, something that you see, but for me, I see so many women afraid to step into that season. Like they have this idea of what it means to live big and bold and beautiful and, and free from whatever, you know, is holding her back, but it seems so scary and it seems so far-fetched. It's a great idea, but, oh, it can never happen for me. And so what do you think like a are the biggest roadblocks and B like, why are women so afraid to step out and to step into that alignment? Yeah. You know, I can only speak from my own experience and what I think I know are the things that held me back. One of, one of what I think to be the biggest problem for women, especially the women in my world who I tend to work with are, they have let themselves down so many times before on different quests or different journeys for different things, right? Maybe they've started a project and they haven't followed through, or they went on a diet and they didn't lose the weight or they lost the weight and they gained the weight back or whatever it is. They've tried something and it didn't go through the way that they thought that it was going to. So they deem themselves as failures and they kind of just write off this idea that success is available to them because they have proof in their past that they have failed at something in their life. But the thing is, we've all failed at something in our lives. I 
failed a hundred times over, but I didn't allow that to stop me from continuing to go after what it was that I wanted. And I just think that we have to, we really do have to begin to realize that we have one life here. Do I want to die with my dreams inside of me? Absolutely not. And I think that it's really easy And I see this all the time to say, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it next month or next week or next year is the time that I'm going to go after what I want. And that's all fine and well, if you're actually going to commit to doing it when you said you were, but don't let tomorrow become never. And I think that's what happens for most people is like, there's this desire there, but there's so much fear, fear of failure, fear of judgment from other people, fear of embarrassment, fear of not knowing what to do, fear of letting themselves down when it's like, we're all afraid. I, I don't know about you, but I'm afraid a lot in my business, every new venture that I go on. It's like, there's a level of fear there, but do I trust myself enough to be capable to handle whatever is going to come from this? And I think a lot of women are missing that self-trust. So they don't believe that they're capable of whatever it is. that's going to come from them leaning into the fear. Yes. Okay. I'm like goosebumps. Number one, number two, like fear is something that I have learned because I I used to live so much of my life in fear. And by doing so much of this inner work, I have learned to lean into that fear and to face it straight on and Mm -hmm. to change that perspective around it. So instead of seeing fear, like for our businesses, for example, like anytime I see fear, I'm like, Ooh, how can I learn and grow from this? And like, how can I, and what can I, what can I learn? What can I apply this to like sharpen my skills personally and professionally? And so I really tried to not like, take fear out of life. Cause you can't, but you can change how you view it, how you see it, how you perceive it, what story yeah. you write about it and think about it. And so that's been helpful. And I think it will be helpful for our listeners today, but also like what you said about, we get one, one life that we know of earth side. And so being able to hold that truth to like, to ourselves every single day is like, it's everything. It it reminded me of this, like, not like a vision that I had, but like, just like this thought that I had about, okay, if you are 90 year old someday, Jenny, and you look back at your life, like what would that 90 year old Jenny say to yourself, 33 year old Jenny right now? And it was like, she was like, go all out. Like, don't leave anything on the table. You don't want to get to my age at 90 when you're in this nursing home. Well, hopefully not. We also be like crushing me on the stages at 90 with my cane and my gold. Okay. Anyways, and my gold teeth. Um, but anyway, not gold teeth, but whatever. Anyways. So, but it's like 90 year old Jenny is like looking back at 33 year old Jenny. And we're like, yo, like, yo, go like yeah. time's ticking, like show yeah. up and live. And that's all of it. Yeah. I think about that all of the time too. Like when I get to the end of my life, how do I want to feel about, yes. you know, not, not just the risks that I took and what I went after, but most importantly, how did I feel along the way? Like so many women are living their lives, like chronically stressed, chronically worried, chronically anxious. And it's like, if you're worrying about things that are out of your control, like there comes a point where you just have to ask yourself, is this the way that I want to feel in my life? And am I creating the everyday? So, so often we overlook the small moments that are our lives and we live for like the big celebrations and the big milestones. And it's like, what you're actually going to remember in your life is the small moments that were every single day that, that were your real life. Like this is the real life, right? Are you living it or are you just existing? That's so good. Just like it is. That's like, we can, we can put on the hierarchy and the pedestal, these big events where we like crush yeah. it and we go on that vacation and we do this. We just like, yeah, but why can't we celebrate 
every single day, those moments, because if we leave yeah. for only the big things, we're going to miss out and real and not even realize that those small things were the big things. We need to celebrate yeah. both equally. And yeah. that's what's so important. Would you say that women who show up and live with that chronic fear and chronic anxiety and chronic guilt and just all of these like you know, limitations that we put on ourselves. Like, is that a form of self-sabotage? I know you're huge on that. Like how does self-sabotage show up in our lives and how can we move through it? Yeah. I think self-sabotage presents itself in so many different ways, but I think that the, the biggest way that it presents itself is in our system of beliefs, like in the limiting beliefs that we have that are actually holding us back from doing the things that we want in our lives. We are constantly, when you were talking about fear and you were talking about, you know, the perspective of like, I, I do the same thing. When I think about fear, I'm like, this just means something to me. So it's worth doing the perspective that we choose to take in life is so powerful. And for so many women, they've created these stories stories and narratives about why they can't, or it's too late for them, or I'm too old, or I failed too many times or whatever the story is, maybe she can do it, but I can't. And we chronically stand in our own way of ever even giving ourselves the opportunity to try every single time that you tell yourself that you can't do something, you're justifying why you shouldn't even put any effort in to trying to create the result that you want, because you've convinced yourself that you can't. So I think if you recognize that you're not getting what you want in your life, the first place that you need to check in for self-sabotage is what are the stories that you're telling yourself about your capabilities and what is available to you in your life? And I bet you'll recognize so many of them are limiting you from taking action, moving forward because you've convinced yourself that it's not possible for you when that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. No, it's, it's that story shift. And at any time, at any moment, just like that, we can change it. I love that. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm like sweating with like, oh my God, what's next? Like there's so much truth in this. This is so good. Like we need to have more real conversations about this because it's like women, like we are the game changers. We are the world changers. The world right now, it needs us to step up, to show up, to not bring this like masculine energy, but to show up in like our feminine intuitive, like we got this, we know who we are. Let's show up and heal ourselves first and then heal the world. And like, like what you're doing Jess is like is so much bigger than we even have words for and like we have to come together as women to do this absolutely and same goes for you I think we we tend sometimes and I get wrapped up in this in my own business of like I'm working with this many clients and I have this many people in my group programs whatever but we we fail to sometimes recognize how that ripple is actually changing this world because every conversation that you and I have with women that we work with they then go out in their lives different, right? And the conversations that they participate in, the way they lead their children, the way they show up at work, the conversations they have with their girlfriends, all different and impacted because of the conversations that we had with them. And then their friends and their kids and their sisters go out in the world. Like it's so massive. And, but the thing is it starts within, right? Like there's that famous saying, like, if you want to change the world, start with yourself or something like that, right? Like we have to be willing to take radical responsibility for our lives. And I think one of the reasons that most women are not doing that is because it's a really hard pill to swallow. It is so hard to look in the mirror and say, I am where I am in my life because of choices that I have made. And what I have done is led myself here and I don't like it here. It's so hard to take that radical responsibility, but until we do that, we'll continue to play a victim to our circumstances and to the people in our lives. And when you're playing the victim, you're never going to be able to create the change that you want because you've given all of your power away. Exactly. Oh, 
So good. Okay, guys, we got to wrap this up. And I'm so no, I could talk about so, this. I know. Before. I'm like, <laughs> we're just getting started. We got to we got to do something else together. But um, we do have something really exciting for you guys. I want to ask Jessica one last question. And then her and I have put together something really exciting for you. So my last question for you, Jessica, is this is what is the very first step our listeners can take today to start changing their own life? I know it can feel overwhelming. Like you want to change all these areas all at once, but if you were to give them one action step today, what would that be? Yeah, I think that it, it really has to begin with, and this sounds very foundational, but it's because it is, what is it that you actually want in your life? Like, what is it that you really want? And I'm not talking generalized. Like a lot of people will say, well, I want a successful business or I want to be a healthier person. Like, okay, great. That's a wonderful overarching goal. But what does it actually take for you to get there? Like spend some time thinking about what is the one thing that I really, really want and why do I want it? Like the deep emotional why that's going to make you feel so connected to what it is that you want that you'll show up for yourself, even when you don't feel like it, but then asking yourself, like, what is the first step that leads me there? We, I think so many women don't take action because they feel like, I have to know exactly how to get where I want to go. And it's like, no, you don't. You just need to identify the first step that's right in front of you and be willing to take it. It might feel scary and you might not know where the path is going to lead you, but you don't need to know that right now. You only need to know the step that's right in front of you, which you do know. Give yourself some credit because too many people are saying, well, I don't know how but actually you do. If you were to ask yourself, what is the first step that I need to take to achieve what it is that I say that I want, you know what that step is. You need the bravery and the courage to actually take it. Mm -hmm. And you take that little baby step time and time again. It's that that tiny step forward. I think that we want to sprint there, but when we take that baby step first, like those baby steps compounded over time. Like you said, like, you know, it, you just gotta go there yeah. and do it and do it when yeah. you don't feel like it. Cause that's, that's when we create that change. So yeah. girl, you're fire. Okay. Absolutely. So you guys, we have something really exciting for you. We, we do not want you to stop here. So we have created and prepared a super special, um, podcast only free guide. It's complimentary to today's episode. So, um, what we did is Jessica and I have both compiled our top 10 daily habits. So five, five each. So five from Jessica, five from me. Um, which by the way, all of yours, I was like, Oh yeah, these are all of mine too. <laughs> no wonder. So they're, they're 10 habits. They're, they're all unique and they have helped both of us move beyond self-doubt and self-sabotage and step into this season of, um, achieving and continually achieving our goals. And you don't have to be this big super achiever, you know, of trying to go after all of these things in life. Like this is going to help you just step into alignment of who you want to be that, that next best version of you. Um, so if you want to download your copy of this guide, it's completely free. We want you to get your hands on it. Um, click the link in today's show notes for immediate access and to get the action steps to get out of your head, to get out of your own way and to get into your life. So you can start taking proactive, um, action on your dream life and your future instead of letting it just pass you by robotically. So, um, again, you can grab your copy in today's show notes and please share this episode. If it really spoke to you, um, with your girlfriends, with your sister, share it out on social media and tag us. Um, we would love to see your biggest takeaways and, and just to hear what you thought of today's show. And then Jessica, tell our listeners also, if you are new to Jessica, where they can find you. I know you have your own podcast show. So if you're new here, make sure you click that subscribe button. We release new shows here every single Monday. And then Jessica, how can our listeners be in touch with you via your yeah. podcast show, show um, website and social media? 
Yeah, absolutely. So if you're into podcasting, that's one of the places where I'm most relevant and show up most often. I do at least two episodes a week. It's the queen of pep talks. And I just do short motivational, sometimes teaching episodes where I give you really clear action steps on how you, similar to what you do here, Jenny, is like, how can you go out in your life and take action towards what it is that you want, whether it's something as small as just creating consistency or something as big as building a million dollar coaching business, whatever you want in your life, there are action tips there that can help you achieve that. And if you want to connect with me on social media, it's at join underscore Jessica underscore XO. Those are the two places where I am most often. Awesome. And we will link all of those in the show notes today with the guide. So make sure you grab the guide so you can get on to creating your dream life. So Jessica, we love you. And thank Thank you you so so much for coming on today. You're amazing. Thank you for having me. The feeling is mutual. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. And you can start by taking action from today's show. I'm proud of you and I'll see you back here next week. And hey, before you go, will you do me a favor? I need your help in getting this message out in front of other women just like you. You can make this possible by sharing this episode with your girlfriends, by subscribing to the show, and by leaving an honest rating and review of the show on iTunes. Your support is everything, and together, we can change the world.